0: It's that time of the week. We give you our Big 12 football picks against the spread. I'm Pete Mundo. We're heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. Always great to be with you guys as we roll through another show. Five Big 12 games on the schedule this week. No more buys for anybody. We are heading down the home stretch of the season. And let's start off. Let's go in order as we do each and every week of just uh, games by time. We'll go to the 11 a.m. game in Manhattan, Kansas. It's Kansas State taking on West Virginia. You know, West Virginia has had K-State's number. Uh, K-State last beat West Virginia in 2015. Since then, five straight wins for the Mountaineers. They're 4-1 against the spread in those games. and uh, These two teams play a lot of close games, by the way. You go back to 2014, K-State won by 6. In 2015, K-State won by a point. 2016 West Virginia won by a point point. 2017 West Virginia won by five in 2019 West Virginia won by four there have been two real uh, blowouts the last couple of years last year and then in 2018 West Virginia won last year 37 to 10 and then they won in 18 35 to 6 but uh, the reason I'm picking this uh, Mountaineers team is not just because of that that is a part of it But I think that I look at this and I say, okay, the West Virginia run defense is still pretty solid. It's middle of the pack in the Big 12 ranks fifth. Meantime, K-State makes its money on the ground, right? And they've taken advantage of that in recent weeks. They've won three in a row against Texas Tech, TCU and Kansas. But those are three of the four worst rushing defenses in the entire Big 12 conference. So uh, now you're going up against a better run defense in West Virginia, and that's going to make things more difficult too in the passing game as well because uh, West Virginia does have a pretty solid pass defense in the Big 12 Conference. Once again, middle of the pack, but right there behind Iowa State and Oklahoma State, so just a little bit behind those teams. And I think this creates one of those 24-20, 21-17, 28-24 kind of games. So if I'm getting a touchdown for West Virginia, who will look to bounce back, they were terrible last week against Oklahoma State, but that's also a testament to how good Oklahoma State is. I can see the Mountaineers getting back on track and certainly keeping this game close. No doubt about that, keeping this game close. So I am going to roll with the West Virginia Mountaineers plus seven. I've seen it six and a half in a lot of places. If you got to buy the half a point, go ahead and do it. Get yourself a touchdown. On Saturday uh, in the West Virginia K-State game. Then it's Oklahoma and Baylor. Another 11 a.m. kickoff. And uh, Baylor's the underdog here. But Baylor is 4-1 and one against the spread against Oklahoma in their last five meetings. Baylor is 7-2 and two against the spread this season. Oklahoma has struggled 4-5 and five against the spread all year long. And let's be honest, the OU schedule has not been good. Not been good. All right, they have their toughest games remaining. Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Toughest games are left. And I saw this tidbit that was very interesting. Caleb Williams, Oklahoma's stud true freshman quarterback, has yet to start against a team that ranks higher than number 80 in SP plus defense. Baylor is 19. That's one of the, you know, advanced stats that are used. To rank a unit. Baylor is ranked 19th. Caleb Williams has not faced a defense. That ranks better than 80th. So. And if by the way. You go between 2019 and 2020. Because Dave Aranda was the LSU defensive coordinator. Against Oklahoma when they met up. In that semifinal game. Dave Aranda's defenses. Held Oklahoma's offense. To 296 yards per game. And 4.9 yards per play. In all other games, OU averaged 532 yards per game and 7.7 yards per play. I very much like Baylor in this spot to, at the very least, cover the spread, if not win the game. And Lincoln Riley didn't do his press conference this week. There's all these crazy rumors floating around out there. Uh, Baylor's coming off a loss to TCU. They might have been caught looking ahead. Not sure, but either way, uh, they're going to be fired up. This game is in Waco. Waco. I'm taking Baylor plus six. I've seen five and a half. I would also in that game buy the half a point if you have to, uh, just just to feel good and feel comfortable about the six. So I'm going to say Baylor plus six in that game against Oklahoma. Next up, Iowa State travels to take on Texas Tech on Saturday. So this is in many ways a feel pick for me. And by that, I mean Texas Tech is coming off a bye week. They just hired Joey McGuire as their new head coach. There's a sense of enthusiasm. Guys are fired up. Now they want to impress their new head coach. He's going to be watching them. He's going to be out there. The fan base is going to be lit. I, 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 I don't love Texas Tech's football team by any stretch of the imagination. But with Tyler Shuck possibly coming back at quarterback, I think that helps them as well. Iowa State's off a big win. Against Texas, of course, at home, and we saw what happened last time that they got a big win at home, and that was Oklahoma State. Now I okay, all right, hold on. I understand Oklahoma State and Texas are not the same team. But Iowa State's had an up and down year. You know, let's let's be honest. It's just kind of been a up and down bounce back and forth kind of season. Iowa State has Oklahoma next week on the road. I'm not saying they're gonna look ahead. I'm not criticizing the coaching staff and saying these guys aren't gonna be focused on this game. But when you look historically at, you know, Matt Campbell, he's an incredible head coach, but he doesn't always, you know, he's not looking, he doesn't care about the spread. Now, I'm not saying any coaches care about the spread. They shouldn't care about the spread. But Matt Campbell, like he just goes in and says, I want to get the win. However, I get the win, whether it's by one point or 20 points, he doesn't care. Iowa State is not a great team against the spread. They just they, they aren't, and they, they have not historically been, even under this great run here of late, by Matt Campbell. So I think that's something that uh, you have to take note of. It matters, and if I can get the home team by double digits based on the feel of this game, having a new head coach and all those different things, I will absolutely do it and take Texas Tech plus 10 uh, in this game against Iowa State on Saturday in Lubbock. Next up, we've got Texas taking on Kansas. Oh, boy. Here's the question. Does the Texas talent take over? That's it. I, like, th- th- that's the only question. Kansas has looked like a completely different team since they nearly beat Oklahoma. They have gotten smoked, right? Uh, let's do that math real quick. In the last two games against Oklahoma State and then against Kansas State, they have lost by a combined score of ninety to thirteen. Now, we don't know who the Texas starting quarterback is going to be till at the end of the week, so that remains to be seen. But here's here's just my gut. All right, And that's all this is. a, a gut pick. because both these teams are in such weird places. The off the field news is wild. You got Monkey Gate still lingering. You've got the Texas assistant coach being recorded by a player, tell, calling them all MFers and saying they should transfer. I mean, it's just crazy. Joshua Moore then hits the transfer portal. Something tells me, though, that this is the kind of week that Steve Sarkeesian, who has lost four straight games, has not happened to Texas since 2010. You hit the reset button, all right? You have a hell of a week at practice. It's a wake-up call for a lot of guys, and you take all your frustrations out on the Kansas Jayhawks at home on Saturday. That's what my gut tells me. I could be way wrong about that, and they could come out flat. But if Steve Sarkeesian comes out flat against Kansas – having lost four games in a row, which hasn't happened in the program in over a decade, I, I don't even know what to say. You're not getting rid of the guy or anything like that. I'm just saying I I don't know what to say. That's how bad that would be. That's how terrible that would be for Texas. So I'm going to say Texas minus 29.5. Of all the picks this week, I hate it. I just can't figure this out. But I'm going with Texas minus 29.5 against Kansas on Saturday night and then and then last but not least we've got Oklahoma State and TCU so TCU is rolling with Chandler Morris at quarterback after how he played last week in the upset over Baylor dude was a stud 530 yards of offense 460 passing 70 rushing uh just absolutely incredible but uh Oklahoma State is a top 10 team in the country, and frankly, I think they were disrespected in these college football playoff rankings being only ranked 10th. This defense is unreal. Unreal. And TCU's coming off an emotional win week after Gary Patterson parted ways with the program against a rival in that spot. It's all emotion. You get the big win. You're coming off that high, and then you go to Stillwater on Saturday night, and it all comes crashing back down to earth. And that's what I believe is going to happen. And the biggest reason why is uh, what this Oklahoma State defense does. They are first in the Big 12 in sacks with 30. Kansas State is second with 23. They've got seven more sacks than anybody else in this league right now. I mean, they get to quarterbacks. And now you've got uh, a guy making his first career road start in Chandler Morris going to Stillwater at night. That's a difficult spot to put the young man in. Very difficult spot against this defense with an offensive line that's been, eh, you know, so-so this season for TCU. I don't like that spot one bit for him. Not one bit. Especially when Spencer Sanders is starting to play better better ball at quarterback for Oklahoma State. I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. And the team appears to be becoming more and more complete by the week. So I uh, – Boy, I, I like this Oklahoma State team a lot. I like where they're at. I like where they're going. And I'm not getting a sense at all that this is a team that's looking ahead. I, I just don't buy it. No way, especially when it's Texas Tech next week. Um, you know, then you got Bedlam, Thanksgiving weekend. So, But I am not for a second thinking that Oklahoma State is chalking this game up to a big win or anything of that nature, especially with TCU coming off a win. They'll be focused. They'll be very much focused. So I'm taking Oklahoma State minus 12.5 on Saturday night against TCU. So the picks, Baylor plus 6, West Virginia plus 7, Texas Tech plus 10.5, Texas minus 29.5, and and Oklahoma State minus 12.5. So there you go. Those are your picks for Week 11 in the Big 12 Conference Let's get this thing back on track. Last week was not a good week, all right? It just wasn't. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next week.